everybody, and welcome back to Off-Brand Mediums. My name is Russell, and I am your Off-Brand Medium, because it never feels like the real thing. And today, we will be doing the long-awaited episode of How to Connect with Your Spirit Guides. Uh, so it has been asked multiple times uh, if we could go over um, how to actually connect with them, how you talk to your spirit guides, what are your spirit guides, all of that jazz. Today, we are going to be talking about that. But first, how are you guys doing today? I hope everyone's doing well. Um, it has been a very, very busy past couple of weeks, and there's a lot of plans coming up. Um, so keep your eyes peeled because there will be things going out potentially on days that aren't normal days. Um, the schedule is looking a little, a little different next month. We'll see what happens, though. No promises, but there will be more than just two podcasts coming soon. Um, so let's go ahead and get into spirit guides. So uh, to start out with, what are spirit guides? So uh, spirit guides are their spiritual spiritual beings um, that they are uh, almost assigned to you um, or they choose to be a part of your um, like, I wouldn't say they're necessarily part of your soul contract, um, but they uh, basically agree to come along with you in this life um, and help guide you um, and help uh, kind of steer you in the right direction or take you into a different direction. Kind of depends on what's going on. Um, so spirit guides kind of play a really big role in um, a lot of things. Um, and you may not realize it, which most people don't realize it at all. Everyone has a spirit guide. I will repeat that. Everyone has a spirit guide. I will repeat that again. Everyone has a spirit guide. You don't have to be a medium to have a spirit guide. You don't have to be like any type of, you know, like special ability to have a spirit guide. Everyone has a spirit guide. Everyone has a spirit guide. I don't like when people say that no one, it's only like certain people can have spirit guides. No, it is literally everyone. And that includes people that aren't even open up to like the spiritual community and like all the stuff that happens within the spiritual community and understanding like different metaphysical things. It is literally everybody has a spirit guide. I'm going to say that a million times this episode because there's going to be at least one person that's like, do I have a spirit guide? Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. And I love you because you're the one that's asking questions in the comments. Um, but everyone has one. So they kind of help us uh, in a lot of different ways. And a lot of times people don't realize that what they're experiencing is um, a spirit guide. Uh, one of the big things that like people don't make connections with for some reason, I mean, even myself, I didn't literally think about it at first. Um, angel numbers, those are signs from spirit guides. Those are not just like, you know, weird happenings, like metaphysical coincidences or anything like that. That is your spirit guides. They can be doing that. Now, can there be other things influencing those two as well? Yes, I would agree with that. But your spirit guides can influence angel numbers, which is really interesting and really cool. Uh, and something that I didn't really think about, um, really that much at all before, but they are, um, involved with a lot more than what you would think they are. Um, so I mentioned soul contracts at the beginning, which uh, for those of you that don't know what soul contracts are, soul contracts are essentially the agreement that you had before you came here. Um, it's the everything, you know, that you plan to do, everything that you, you know, you want to accomplish uh, before you reincarnate or incarnate to earth. You have a contract that you're fulfilling. 
um, and you will fulfill that contract. Now, that contract isn't like, oh, like this is like a strict like path that we have to follow and we can't like deviate from that. No, that is not what that is. A soul contract is kind of like, think about it more like an outline. Um, it's not, you know, everything's there, every little piece. You still have free will. Free will is a thing uh, and free will can affect a lot of things too as well. So you don't have like a, this is set and this is the only thing that I can do and this is my, you know, my purpose and this is my path. Your path can change and that could be in your contract, your soul contract. Um, your soul contract could be a lot more vague than other people's. Some might be really specific. Um, some might be, you know, kind of like a mix of like super specific during certain points of their lives. Um, but a lot of times too, as well, if you don't get to fulfill that soul contract, you still have to complete that in another life too, as well. So you can have more, at least I believe more than one soul contract going at one time, but they kind of like become one soul contract still. So like say I didn't complete in my past life, I didn't fully complete my soul contract. Um, that section that I didn't complete might be incorporated into my new contract. So they kind of like overlap with each other and combine into a different contract. And that is now part of your, your contract in the new soul or life that you, you kind of choose to go to uh, at that point. So um, with spirit guides, they are assigned to us before we are born um, when we are just a mere little, little tiny soul. Um, and they can pick us, they can, um, be assigned to us. They could be something that comes to us later. Um, there's a lot of questions when it comes to spirit guides. So I expected there'd be, um, quite a few questions about this in the comments because I can't go over everything, um, just because there's so much information about spirit guides. Um, but spirit guides, um, a lot of times they will not be, um, ancestors or anything like that. Um, they can be completely unrelated to you. They can be related to you. Um, and they could be ancestors. I have never met anyone though that has a spirit guide that is an ancestor. So I feel like it could be a thing. Um, but I'm not going to definitely say yes, that's a thing because when I do that, then that's when things behind me start talking and telling me that I'm wrong. <laughs> so I will not definitively say that it can or can happen, but that is a possibility. Um, so they are here with us for our entire duration of life. They usually will kind of come and go. Um, so you don't just have like one spirit guide and it just like follows you through the rest of your life. You'll have multiple. So um, you won't just have a single spirit guide, which some people believe that you can only have one. I don't believe that. I believe you can have more than one, and that's because I see more than one for myself, too. I have, like, five or six. Um, I have not named them. I do need to name them. Maybe that'll be a podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, a lot of times with your spirit guides, you will kind of gain them when you need them because a lot of times you will start with out with maybe one, and sometimes you start out with zero, so you might not even have one right off the bat but there is a certain point in your soul contract that they will kind of come to you and present themselves and help you. Um, other times they're with you from birth. So uh, you come out and they're advocating for you. 
Um, and a lot of times uh, what I find interesting is that the spirit guides that we have when we're younger, they actually talk to our parents and our parents hear that because they're more perceptive to things when it comes to their children um, and who they're kind of like, you know, they're, they're taking care of someone that's part of their family. Um, and so spirit guides will often influence um, the people around you, not necessarily directly. They're not controlling anyone or anything, um, but they will say things um, that will kind of get the intuition of your parents to be like, oh, they need this. This, this is what needs to happen here. Um, and some parents are more receptive to that than others, um, but they're here for your entire life. Um, now your spirit guides don't ever really leave you either. So they don't like, when I say that they might not be like around or whatever, um, they might, you know, be there for a certain period of your life. And then they might take a step back where they're not needed anymore, or you don't need them at that current point in time. And another spirit guide will step in. And then sometimes they like to like gang up on you and all five or six of them will all be together just talking in a circle and won't tell you a single thing like mine do to me quite often. <laughs> so um, your spirit guides are there to help you. They are not there to hurt you. Um, and a lot of people think that their spirit guides hate them. They do not hate you. Your spirit guides can be frustrated with you, but that does not mean that they hate you. Um, they just have a, a message that are trying to get across to you and it's very difficult um, to communicate with a physical being sometimes. Um, a lot of the times, pretty much all the time, it's really hard uh, because the physical world is really hard for them to interact with. Um, so while some spirit guides come through stronger than others, some of them come through with different signs and symbols, which we'll talk about how we actually use those here uh, in, a, in a couple minutes. Um, but a lot of times um, it takes a lot of time for them to influence the things around us. Um, and it takes a lot of energy for that. Um, so there's no like, it's not a like, quick response. Uh, it's usually something that kind of is running in the background for a while and it will finally just pop up, um, which we'll talk about in a minute too as well. So how do I actually connect with my spirit guides or how do we connect with our spirit guides? Um, so it's actually really easy. There's technically three ways that you can connect with your spirit guides. And they will all have varying results and they will all work differently and everyone is different. So you might even have another way you contact your spirit guides that isn't one of these ways and that's totally fine and that is valid. There is not one way to contact your spirit guides. There is multiple. Do whatever way feels best and feels right for you. A lot of people get caught up with just like the easy one, which is signs and symbols. And that's the first one we're going to be talking about. And people get caught up on this one a lot because they're like, oh, that's really easy. Like, I'll do that. And they think that that's the only thing that you can use to contact your spirit guides, which that's not true. There's more than one way, like I have said, multiple times. Um, and they kind of get caught up on like the just the signs and symbols of things because that one usually has the most success for people. But there are other ways, too. So how do you use signs and symbols? So... Signs and symbols um, are super easy ways for your spirit guides to influence things around you. Your signs and symbols can be anything. It does not matter what it is. It does not matter how big it is, how small it is. 
you can choose anything. And usually what I mean by anything is usually it's an object or an animal or, you know, like a certain, um, a certain thing. It can be angel numbers. It can be so many different things. You can literally choose whatever you want. Usually I choose, um, I choose animals or insects. Um, so like, for example, one of my signs, um, is a praying mantis. Um, and that is a sign that I'm currently using, but will be switching soon. Um, cause I like to switch them up a lot, um, and kind of like mix them around. So then that way I can like get extra validation if that makes any sense, because if I switch it and then that sign starts showing up, that to me is just more validating, um, and kind of proves more that the spirit, my spirit guides are here. Um, and they're helping me, um, which they are helping you with so many things. They even help you read tarot, which we'll talk about at some point on this podcast, because I think it's really cool. Um, so usually what I will do for signs and symbols is I will choose a sign for yes, and I'll choose a sign for no. Um, and then I will ask my spirit guides a question and ask them to answer, um, and ask them to give me a yes or a no. Um, so for example, I use, um, right now I'm using a praying mantis for yes. And then I have a sign for no, um, which in the past I, I changed that. I don't really like to reveal my like spirit guide signs until it's happened at least once. So the praying mantis one has happened so many times, um, which hasn't happened recently, but it's probably going to happen soon now that I say that. Um, but it's happened so many times um, that now it's like I, I, I don't care to, to say it out loud at this point. Um, but my spirit guide signs uh, in the past have been for no. I've used rainbows. I've used, um, oh, what's the other one I've used? I've used um, particular types of birds as no. Um, I've used rabbits as no before, two different colored rabbits. Um, Sometimes I've used like different colored rabbits for yes and no too as well. So like one, one color will be yes. The other color will be no. Um, there's kind of like a million op like different options that you can choose here. So usually I'll kind of like set my intention, um, kind of at the beginning of my day. And I will, um, I will ask my spirit guides a question and ask them if they could please respond um, and then I can let it go at that point. I don't, I don't continually ask it. I don't continually, you know, talk about it. I just ask once and that's it. Um, and a lot of times it's really hard at first when you use signs and symbols because I, I forget what I choose for my signs. So write them down, put them in a journal. That way you have it. And the like number one thing is to pay attention to what's happening around you. So if you're going on a walk, just pay attention to the things that are happening around you because you never know where you're going to see one of the signs that you pick. It could be in the most obscure spot possible that you would have never looked at, like period. And I will tell a couple stories, like I'll tell a recent one um, that I had happened to me like less than, less than two weeks ago that just blows my mind that it happened because I was essentially led specifically to an angel number <laughs> and it's it's wild because spirit guides will lead you to that kind of stuff all the time um so when we do the the those signs um it really doesn't matter what you choose like i say it can be it can be easy it can be really hard i recommend choosing something 
really hard um, and something harder. But a lot of times when we choose something harder, uh, it will be even harder for your spirit guides to use that sign. Um, so I like to choose something more difficult just to uh, avoid like false positives, essentially. So if I choose something like, oh, I want my spirit guide sign to be a quarter, I could literally go to the store and hand someone a dollar and get quarters back. And I would not know if that's a spirit guide or sign or not. It could just be a coincidence at that point. So I like to choose things like um, butterflies are okay, depending on how specific you are with it. Um, because you could choose a specific color of butterfly, which is what I've done in the past, which is yellow butterflies. Um, so a lot of times I'll choose something like harder, like praying mantises, because you don't see praying mantises year round. Um, and honestly, you kind of see them like barely. Anytime like during the summer, like I barely see them. And when I tell you they popped up on um, when I went to the store to do like uh, like pickup, essentially, uh, it was on this sign in a parking lot that has no grass at all. It's in like a, a basically a concrete jungle at that point. There's no grass. And there's a there's a freaking praying mantis on the sign on the side of a building. It showed up on my window um, at my parents' house. So they will show up literally anywhere. It does not matter where you will see them. You just have to really pay attention. And it is really hard at first. I will admit that. Um because at first you're not really thinking about it and you'll kind of forget about it and it'll just be in the back of your mind. Um, and then all of a sudden you'll like, it'll click like three days after you've seen your sign. You're like, oh shoot, that was my spirit guide sign. And I totally didn't realize this entire time, <laughs> which happens to me all the time. I forget that I switched them and I'm like, oh dang. Or uh, a lot of times, which people have asked this too, are your old spirit guide signs, are they valid? Yes, your old spirit guide signs are in fact valid. Um, so the reason why I say the old spirit guide signs are also valid is because a lot of times when you switch your, like like me, when I switch my spirit guide signs, there might be things that are already in the works for them to show you that sign. And by the time you've already switched, it, it, they can't. there's no time for them to switch it back. So it's actually already kind of like set in motion, if that makes sense. So... Uh, which like obviously time's an illusion and things can change and there's free will. So you might miss signs too as well. So there might be things that you're meant to see and you just miss them um, just because you have free will um, and you didn't really look in that, you know, that kind of that direction. Um, so a lot of times I will get old spirit guide signs um, and I'll get like specifically yellow butterflies because they know that that's the sign that I actually I adore uh, when I see that. So a lot of times they will still give me that sign. And I even gotten that recently in a TikTok like reading uh, that I got on my For You page. Um, and it was so accurate. And at the end, they showed like a, a golden butterfly. And I was like, crap, you're joking. <laughs> Crazy. Um, the fact that it's like right at the end of it after it was so accurate. And I was like, okay, there's no more way that this can be like any more, you know, accurate than what it already was. And then they like, it's they were doing a charm reading and they hold up a golden butterfly. I was like, you're joking. This is dumb. This is annoying. And a lot of times I'll get frustrated with my spirit guide signs because I'm like, that's annoying that that showed up there. Um, but it's funny and it is really validating. It's really like, it is really nice to actually um, be able to communicate with them a little bit, which 
I'm a little bit different because I can communicate with them directly. I don't necessarily need um, spirit guide signs, but not everyone has that ability. And I also can't always talk to them. Um, and I don't always like talk to them directly. Sometimes I just like, okay, y'all, I'm not going to talk to you for a little bit. Answer my question. Thanks. <laughs> Which is, is fun. So where should you look um, when it comes to these, you know, seeing these spirit guide signs? Literally everywhere. If you're in a meeting, if you're on a car drive, if you're reading a book, um, if you're on a website, you can even look in your dreams too as well. Because these signs can come to you at any point. Um, it does not matter whether that's here physically or if that's, you know, in your 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 big old brain uh, while you're taking a nap. Um, those signs can come to you in a dream too as well, which I have not had that happen before yet, but now I know that I said that is going to happen. <laughs> um, but if you set your intentions and you're not constantly thinking about it, it could be a valid way of, of seeing your spirit guide signs. Um, yeah, could it be your subconscious? Sure. Uh, it could be your subconscious, you know, going like, here's the sign that you put, whatever. Uh, but could there be other things along with that? Like when you really like get into using, you know, signs and symbols, it can get to like multi-level. Pay attention to the things that are happening around the times that you're having those, um, where you're seeing those symbols. There can also be things that are happening um, specifically around those points um, that are important. Um, so pay attention to them. Uh, a lot of times you'll miss them because you're not paying attention. Me. I miss them a lot. I've had to have people, I've had people like point them out to me. They're like, hey, isn't that your spirit guide sign? I'm like, oh crap, you're right. That is my spirit guide sign. Um, so really like pay attention when you do it. It's okay if you miss them. They're not going to be mad at you, uh, which we'll talk about that in a minute because people think that their spirit guides are mad at them all the time. They're not. They don't get they don't get mad. They just get frustrated. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit more too later. But um, just really look at where you know look at things, pay attention to things, note things. Um, and if you don't want to like be that super serious about it, you don't have to be. I like to kind of let go of it too as well and kind of not think about it sort of in a way, but like keep it in the back of my mind. Um, because when you start like really looking for things and really like focusing on things, um, you might just kind of run into situations where it's like coincidence um, or you're kind of like making a sign out of nothing uh, in some aspects, but it is important to pay attention enough to be like, Oh, that's my spirit guide side because they're really easy to miss. Um, you can see them in books. Like I said, I've seen my spirit guide signs literally in the, the animal book that I used on the, the insects, the insect video that I had where I guess like what bugs sound like. Um, spirit guide signs are in here too as well, which could it be coincidence? Yeah, but I don't think it is. Because this book doesn't have every single insect in it. It only has a like it has a handful of them. But like who praying mantises are very specific. Um, so what other ways can we, you know, communicate with our spirit guides? Um, another way that you can communicate with your spirit guides is, like I said, in your dreams. Um, and this can be communication in other ways. So this doesn't have to be like, I'm going to give you a sign and a symbol and you're going to use one for yes and no. 
Um, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, you can literally talk to your actual spirit guides in your dreams if you set your intentions correctly. Um, it is something that it's possible. I have heard of people having success with that. Um, in particular, I had one person, which I wish I knew that the, the, the TikTok, um, so I could show it, but they, um, I believe they wanted their spirit guides to show themselves. Um, and they kind of were like half asleep, half awake. And they showed themselves as like Gary, the snail in a cloak, uh, where he like comes out of the library or whatever. Um, like that. And that's how they chose to present themselves. Um, and that was one of their spirit guides. And it was kind of like in like a dream light like state. Um, so you can set your intentions to meet them, see them, um, and kind of like know what they look like, uh, and actually talk to them. So you can know what they sound like, what they, you know, listen to what they have to say. Um, they could come, uh, to your dreams symbolically. Um, so you might get like recurring themes that um, are kind of like repeating throughout all your dreams um, over like the course of a month. Pay attention to the things that like sync up because that could be your spirit guides trying to communicate you because they might not literally show up and be like, hi, I am your spirit guide. Here is a message from me, your spirit guide. They will not always do that. Now, can your spirit guide do that? Yes. And that would be funny. Um, and that makes it really easy. But spirit guides are generally really cryptic and really secretive. And they're very like, they don't, they withhold a lot of information. They're not very like upfront with all of it. It's all a big, like, it's a big game for some of them. So um, they could come to you um, looking as like someone totally different. So they might not even look like a spirit guide. Um, so they could look, you know, like a normal human being. They can look like anything. Um, they could be an animal that talks in your dream. I've had that before. I don't know if it was a spirit guide, but it was an animal that was talking. Uh, I've also had a cockroach that stood with the little like cane thing. Different story for a different time. <laughs> but um, they could come looking as someone completely that you wouldn't expect. They can also pose as someone else. So they might pose as like your friend or pose as your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle. Um, and they might come in and give you a message through them, um, which it could also technically, I guess, be someone that's passed to as well. Um, and they could speak through them and look like them, um, which I don't know. I've never had that experience myself, but that's something that they were kind of telling me as I was researching this and trying to um, kind of understand a little bit more of, you know, a couple different ways that this could happen. Um, but they can, um, they can be pretty much anyone. Um, a lot of times too, as well. Um, and just from like different researches on online, I read this too, as well. Um, there could be someone that guides you in your dreams and that could be a spirit guide too, as well, which is really interesting. So like, if you have like a dream, which I feel like I've had them before, where like someone's just like giving you a tour of a place that you know already and they're saying things and they're like kind of doesn't make sense. Um, I've had that happen before too. And they're like walking through and telling you things and you're like, this doesn't really make sense. Like I know, I know where I'm at and they're not really like specifically talking about where you're at and they're talking about other things. 
that can be your spirit guides. Um, if that makes any sense, that's really confusing. <laughs> um, but they could guide you through your dreams. Um, I've had, um, this is one that I do believe that I've actually, maybe I've actually had this one. They could be a narrator in your dream and they can narrate things. And that could be something that you um, should pay attention to um, and kind of soak in a little bit more, which dreams are really hard to remember. So I would I would recommend like dream journaling if you can. So like when you wake up, write everything down because holy crap, um, they are so hard to remember sometimes. And I know that's like a universal experience for all people that like dream, which there are people that don't dream. Hello. There are people that don't dream, um, which freaks me out, which like just like the same way there are people that don't have an inner monologue. You mean to tell me that it's silent up there? There's nothing going on. Like you're like the, the wheels are turning, but you don't hear anything. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I've never known silence a day in my life. Um, so um, they can kind of be like a narration uh, for your entire your entire dream, which is really cool. And I really want to like. I'm going to do it tonight because I've never actually like set my intention specifically to be like, I want to speak to my spirit guides. I want to talk to my spirit guides. Um, I've never done that. So I'm, I'm going to try it tonight when I go to bed because I just, it's kind of like a newer concept to me because I never really thought about it that way. Um, and I think it'd be really cool and really interesting to be able to like tell stories about meeting my spirit guides in my dreams. That's wild. Um, they can also kind of come into you in a more like ethereal, like kind of way. So it might just be like you specifically talking to your spirit guides and it's like a direct line of communication. Um, but they kind of make it seem like you have to have like a really good connection with your spirit guides and a really good understanding as to um, how they're trying to help you because every spirit guide has a different, um, different thing that they're trying to help you with. Um, so there's a different, you know, a different say they're trying to help. One's trying to help with, you know, your communication. Um, uh, another one can be helping you with a spiritual journey. They could be deeper than that. They could be surface level um, type things because they help with a lot of things. Um, the third way, which I have also never experienced before, um, but my spirit guides have um, kind of mentioned it as a way that we can communicate with them. Uh, is through the astrals. So the the third way that um, you can kind of communicate with your spirit guides is through the astral. Um, so for those of you who don't know what the astral is, the astral is kind of like a different, it's like a different plane of existence that kind of, it runs parallel with ours and overlaps, but it's a different, different place. And I think the astral is also like more than one place so i think that you can be like parallel to our universe and then you can also be parallel to a different universe and be separate from this physical reality um and the astral there's many ways to access the astral um there you know you can there's different rituals um there's different types of meditation that people use to access the astral um and some people believe that within your dreams, you can ask, access the astral too as well. Um, so it kind of plays into the last one too, where you can kind of like communicate through your dreams. Um, but sometimes you'll actually be pulled from your dreams into the astral or you'll just go straight there. 
Um, I have been to the Astral, I think, before. I don't know. It doesn't feel like I have been because I don't remember it and you usually won't remember any of it. Um, and it takes like a lot of practice and a lot of work to remember something like that. Um, as well as I have gotten the feeling and have been given the warning too that it's not very safe to do um, depending on how you're doing it. So I would exercise extreme precaution, um, especially doing really big, weird rituals that involve songs, <laughs> as my friend and the story I've told in the past um, has done, and it did not end well for her. Um, so please be very careful if you're trying to do anything with the astral. Uh, it can be scary. You can let things in. You can do things that are a little bit... Uh, little bit dangerous um but a lot of times um you'll go there involuntarily so it won't be something that you're necessarily trying to do um a lot of times which i've been told that i have access to the astral through my dreams um and in my dreams um i kind of just go there and it's someplace that i can kind of be um which too with the astral you have to remember that um Time is weird, and time in the astral can be a different time than when you're actually sleeping. So say, for example, uh, last night I went to the astral to do whatever it is I'm going to do there because I don't really have any reason to be there, honestly. Um, so it doesn't really make sense in my case, but there might be, you know, you never know. There could be that I have a reason. Um, but a lot of times when you're in the astral, you have kind of like a heightened sense of knowledge, which is why you kind of don't remember it. Um, so you're in the astral, you can kind of influence things um, currently like in present, like physical way in like a physical way too as well. Um, so just for example, um, I could have went to the astral last night and I could be in this room right now. Uh, so you can kind of go wherever and whenever you want to. Um, a lot of times when it involves like our like parallel um, kind of dimension realm type thing, it's really confusing. Um, so I could be here now personally and then be here in the astral too as well because that can happen at any different time. If that does that make sense? Am I being confusing? I feel like this whole episode's going to be really confusing talking about the astral or this whole like section. Um, so, you know, it could be that I'm here right now and then the astral, I'm like just Jay chilling in Walmart parking lot up the road. Doesn't really matter. So um, because time is weird and different. Um, I have also learned that in the astral, you can affect things too as well. So you can actually talk to yourself in the astral using these types of things. Uh, so it could be me that is affecting something this in the like this in the astral, which is also really confusing too as well. Um, I've never really like experienced anything like that before, uh, but supposedly you can kind of like meet up with your spirit guides and you could physically see them and talk to them uh, and interact with them, which is really interesting. Um, and I would be really intrigued if anyone has ever had an experience like that at all before, whether it was in your dreams or it was in the astral or where you, wherever you thought um, it happened. 
let me know in the comments below if you ever had that experience. Some of the other, like, I'm going to kind of go over the other, like, comments or, like, other questions that people have when it comes to, like, using signs and symbols and using these types of work. Um, because a lot of times it can be really frustrating if you don't get your signs right away. Um, so the, like, number one thing that people ask are, do, do, do my spirit guides hate me? No, they don't. They can be frustrated with you, like I said in the beginning, but they don't hate you. They are here to help you. They are your spirit guides. They are guiding you through this life. Um, something to kind of keep in mind, they can be busy. They can be doing other things. They have other responsibilities. You are like, you are their responsibility as well as they could be, you know, I don't know if they could be someone else's spirit guide, but they have other things that they have to tend to. Um, and I've tried to ask before, like, what those things might be. And they kind of told me that that's not really a concern for me. Um, so don't have an answer there for that one. Um, they could also be just letting you figure it out when you don't get signs. Um, they are not here to just like, here's the answer, take it and go. They are here to give you guidance to get the answer. Um, so they could be letting you like work it out, which when I say like my spirit guides are like in a like little huddle talking to themselves, looking over their shoulder at me and going like, you got it. You're good. You're good. You got it. Um, that is because, you know, they're telling me I got to figure it out myself. So they're like, it's okay. You got it. You can do it. It's fine. Um, and they won't tell me anything for a really long time, <laughs> which has happened. Um, it could just be something that's in the works. So spirit guide signs take a, a while. They take a, a minute to come sometimes. So it takes a, a, a you know a hot second for them to give you certain signs um, because they are moving something physically and changing something physically, which is not, they are not physical beings. Um, they are spiritual beings. And that is very hard. Um, and it's very hard to do that in a timely manner. So if you expect it to happen right away, it will not happen. If you're an impatient person, this is going to teach you how to be patient because I can tell you I'm impatient AF. So I want to have an answer right now. I want to have an answer five minutes ago. Yesterday, I wanted to have that answer. Um, so they can take some time. Um, and a lot of times too as well, <laughs> which is really annoying. And my spirit guides like to tell me all the time, you're just not listening. You're not paying attention. Um, that can make it feel like your spirit guides are taking a longer time than what they actually are. You're just, you're just not paying attention. But they don't hate you. Um, and I don't know how to like stress that enough or like prove that they don't hate you. They really, really don't. Um, they are here, like I said, to help you. Um, and if they, if helping you is not interacting with you, they're going to do that. Um, because you might force yourself on the path that you're supposed to go on, not necessarily force, but you might like guide yourself. Um, and it's kind of, kind of plays into free will because it might not be something that like you can do currently right now. So it might take some time. Um, and communicating with your spirit guides can take a while at first to start with, because while they know that it's a tool that you can use, um, it's going to be hard for them to predict because while they do see, hear, know, and feel everything, they don't know necessarily know 
absolutely everything. So because free will exists, things have not happened and things can change. So they might be planning to present themselves in a different way. Um, you can kind of not necessarily throw them off, throw them off like your tracks or anything like that, but they kind of, they will kind of come to you when they are needed. Um, and when you need to speak to them, which might not be the current moment. Um, I asked for spirit guide signs for, gosh, probably like five or six months before I got my first sign, uh, which was yellow butterflies was my first sign. So it can take some time and it's, it's okay for it to take time. Don't expect it to happen right away. You just have to, you got to just let it play its course. Um, and I know that people hate that. They're like, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to have to like wait for that. It just, it's just one of those things that take time. And a lot of people also don't like it when you're like, it's not time. You're not ready. Not everything's meant to happen right away. Um, if it was, it would have already happened to you. And then there would be, you know, you would have already had the, all of the experiences and been on the path that you're supposed to be on, which so for some people, that is the way it is. They just like communicate with their spirit guides and their spirit team really well. And they just like go straight to the path that they're supposed to be on. Other times, it's not necessarily about the path that you're supposed to be on. It's the path that you take to get there. So that might be more important for your spirit guide to show you that path because that path is important just as much as the other path that you're supposed to take to as well. Because um, there's lots of different lessons and lots of different things that we need to learn in this time. So one of the other common questions that I get is, can it be a past loved one or an ancestor? Um, so I would lean more towards yes for ancestor and no towards it being a past loved one. Uh, for some reason, they make me feel like um, if it's a past loved one, it's like kind of like a conflict of interest. It's almost like they're not ready for it because they also know you physically in this world, um, like in this like dimension that we're in. Um, so it it's harder for them to do that as well as it might not be part of their path. Um, so I don't feel like your loved ones can really be your spirit guides, but your ancestors, on the other hand, I do feel like they could be. Um, and I haven't met anyone that has had ancestors, but um, a lot of times your ancestors will still be around you, um, not even as spirit guides. So um, sometimes you'll just have ancestors that are related to you that are kind of around you, um, and they kind of help you in other ways too as well. And they're not even necessarily spirit guides, but I could see them actually being spirit guides. Your spirit guides, um, can they leave you? Um, I kind of touched on that a little bit more. Um, no, they cannot leave you by leaving you. They're just usually taking a step back or they're going to do something else and they will be back, um, at a different point in time. Um, they also kind of subscribe to the rule of time is irrelevant, um, and time is an illusion and it's not real. Um, so they could be, uh, there one second, gone another second and back. And it could have been a lot longer time, um, that has passed between the two, but it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, so a lot of times they can come through at different points. Um, it doesn't have to be just like just now here in the present. Um, so they can, they can be there, they can be gone, but they are always with you and they will help you if they need to help you. Um, they might not always be like the one that's at the front. Um, 
there can be different ones that kind of take over. So one spirit guide might take over for a while or a couple of them will. Um, and they kind of like rotate out as needed. Um, can you have more than one? Of course, um, I have talked about that a little bit already. We all have more than one. Um, majority of people have more than one, but you have at least one. Um, I wouldn't say that everyone has more than one, um, but majority of people I have met have more than one um, or have had more than one that I can perceive. And some people don't perceive the same things and that's totally fine. Can you have them all at once? Of course, yes. Uh, they can kind of overlap. They can all help you at the same time. Um, there's so many different, you know, different things that they can help you with. So you can definitely have them all at one time too as well. I kind of wanted to tell some stories too real quick of like some different times that like signs and symbols have helped me. And some of them have been like angel numbers and some of them have been actual signs and symbols. So I've kind of talked about it a little bit in the past, but my sign for guest um, was yellow butterflies. Um, and I had asked, um, and this was a couple of years ago, I had asked before my friend's wedding if this was supposed to happen and if this was going to last. Um, and I asked for the, that sign. And this was a couple, this might've been a couple weeks before the wedding or maybe like closer to the wedding, I asked about it. And so I was actually part of that wedding. So, you know, I was part of the rehearsals and everything. Um, and it was in a big field um, outside of like a, like a big, bigger building, big field. Um, there wasn't very many like flowers or anything. It was just kind of like a grassy field. Um, really nice wedding too, as well. Um, and I had asked that and we did like our whole like walkout and I'm standing there at the front in front of everyone, which honestly, I would like to see the look on my face. If you can see me have the realization that my spirit guide sign is right in front of me uh, because we were in the middle of the wedding and all of a sudden there are all of these yellow butterflies that show up um, and they were flying around the field um, and in the field and they were flying around my, um, her, it was my friend's um, grandma. Um, they left a chair for her empty and they were flying around the chair too as well. So Sometimes it's really powerful and it's really emotional. Like that one was really cute. Um, and I really liked that one. Um, the most, like one of the more recent ones that I had, um, was I had a, a charm TikTok reading. Um, and first of all, it was incredibly accurate. Like I said before, and I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know how this can get more accurate. And, I didn't see it the entire time, but the last charm she picked up was a yellow butterfly. It was like one of the last ones. There could have been a couple more. It was gold, a gold butterfly. And then what she said also lined up too as well. So it was very accurate and I can't talk about it because it's things that are like personal. So y'all will just have to believe me, but they will come to you whenever. Um, they can come to you on TikTok too as well. I do... Um, I do like to see readings on TikTok too as well because um, some of them can be really accurate, um, but I don't get them all the time. So like I'll get them and this is how I know it's not the algorithm um, is that I will get them like for a month or two and then I won't see them for months. Like usually it's right around, um, well, it kind of varies. So I'll see them like a couple time, times of year. 
but I won't see him for a long time. So like I haven't had any type of like tarot reading or like anything charm reading or anything like that pop up on my like my for you page in so long. And I just had like a really big like life changing event that happened. Um, and all of a sudden I'm getting these readings again and for it to be as accurate as what it was, um, which a lot of it also involves this channel. So there's like things that are coming up soon that it kind of validated me, me wanting to do those things. So there's a lot to look forward on the channel too as well. Um, so I'm really looking forward to like some of the content that's going to be coming out. Um, I'm not ready to announce any of it yet uh, because it hasn't been scheduled and it hasn't been booked. Um, and so I don't know what's going to happen yet. I don't know how it's going to happen. I am really nervous and really scared about it because there's a lot of fun things that I'll be doing. Um, like I said at the beginning, uh, I think I said at the beginning, I know I, I redid the intro a couple times, so I don't know what I said anymore. Um, but if I didn't say it, I'll say it again. Um, there's going to be more content coming soon. Uh, so there'll be more things coming out um, and more things being kind of uh, published on this page um, as well as on other social media, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, so I think that's where I'm going to leave this today. If you liked this kind of content, let me know down in the comments below and let me know what else you want me to talk about or any other questions you have about spirit guides. I will happily answer them in another podcast or potentially in the comments below. Um, like, comment, sub subscribe, do all the things. Uh, it really helps and I'm very appreciative of all of them and all the comments and everything too as well. Uh, but I will leave it off here today and I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.